Welcome back to Paranormal, everyone. I'm Marie. And I'm Nicolina. And this is our very special Hometown Haunts episode for you guys. It's a very special and exciting one because we have very, very funny woman and comedian Kate Davis on the show with us today who shared her paranormal experiences with us. She and did. And we read her horoscope because she wanted it read and yeah. we were happy to oblige. She also <laughs> a fellow Leo. Um, mm-hmm. So we are able to do that in tandem together. Um, How special for you too. How special for me. Um, so yes, enjoy this special episode of Hometown Haunts mm-hmm. featuring Kate Davis and her personal paranormal stories. So we've got Kate Davis here, mm-hmm. um, a wonderful Canadian comedian who's been in the industry for how long? I don't have any sense. How old are you? <laughs> 32. Yeah, pretty much your whole life. Oh, good. Awesome. Well, minus a few years. But minus yeah. a couple years, yeah. yeah. Um, so do you mind giving us a little bit of a background on how kind of you got into comedy, your career? Oh, my God. So, yeah, no, of course. So I've been doing comedy for 22 years. Uh, yeah. So I've raised my children on dick jokes. Whatever. Nice. <laughs> uh, but I'm allowed to say vagina jokes now. It doesn't Yay. matter. Yay. <laughs> I know. They're changing. Men hate those, but yeah. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Anyway, so um, I actually lived around the corner from a comedy club that I had to pass by every day to get to my best friend's house. So one night I just put the kids to sleep. They were like two and three at the time. And I went in. And I sort of never looked back, honestly. Wow. Wow. Um, but there was no like comedy network or internet. I know. Right. <laughs> right. So if you wanted to go see comedy, you literally had to go see comedy. Right. It was really cool, actually. And all those people became my family. And right. uh, yeah, like it was just, it's, um, I'm not well known. I don't think in the, like in terms of fame or anything like that, but I do really well corporately. Right. And I do a lot of uh, like CBC debaters mm. and stuff like that. So, right. um, yeah, I actually make a really good living in our weird little spread out country. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I have a web series called Best Before. And if you looking it up as Best Before Show, we've like 31 episodes, actually 41 because 10 are in Spanish. Hola. Oh, cool. Doesn't matter. And then. Um, <laughs> no big <deal. laughs> And then, um, yeah, so I just, I do a ton of corporate work and motivational speaking and stuff like that. So written a couple books, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, you're like, when you Google your name, it says comedian and writer. So I was like, all right. She's, she, she gets storytelling. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Well, that's it. Right. Tell a good story. I mean, that's how all. Everything is based on that. Every story passed down from every religion and everything is all. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I guess I can ask now what you're currently doing. If there's kind of a, you're you're doing corporate stuff, obviously, throughout. Yeah, everything's on Zoom pretty much. Uh, I try to do clubs and then they close down. So um, yeah, until we're all safe, it's just sort of connecting like this. But I find I actually... It's funny, like the other week I did a show uh, for a company in Alberta Mm -hmm. and then I did a show for a company in Montreal. 
and I did it all from where I'm sitting here. And I was like, that would have been an entire week. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't really feel that bad for the airline industry in all honesty, but it does <laughs> no. completely. I, mean, I love traveling. I do. And I, I miss yeah. like, I usually travel at least a couple of times a year, like for pleasure not for work, yeah. but, uh, works all the time. Um, but I mean, I've literally been from coast to coast from the border of this country, all the way to none of it. And the Yukon <laughs> wow. so pretty much every nook and cranny in this oh country. It's a pretty amazing country. That is my Are dream. You, um, I've told my husband that yes. my dream is to visit every province and every territory at least one it's time. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's an incredible country, really. Yeah. So yeah, so right now I'm just doing this. I do uh like balance of life with humor and connectivity keynotes and stuff like that. So right. I actually really enjoy it because it's my stand up and everything I believe. Right. So, right. Yeah. Awesome. Well that's good. So the live show thing hasn't really stopped you at all. No. No. <laughs> I don't think anything at this point will stop me. Yeah, fair that's enough. Right. Fair. <laughs> Yeah. Not even COVID. I actually had COVID in March. <gasps> oh, no. So not even COVID will stop me. I did. I was like 21 days isolated in my bedroom. Oh, I was yeah. doing a show in BC, headlining a club there, and I got home and I just felt so sick. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, uh, was this before all the lockdown, like shutdowns? Like, did you right go to- at the lockdown. So it would wow. have been March, like, Shit. 14th. Shit. Yeah. Wow. And I literally, I did not get out of my bedroom until April 8th. Yeah, oh I know. And I almost killed my cat, guys. How? <laughs> oh, because he was my only company in my bedroom. <gasps> Did he get it? Oh my god, he totally. Okay, oh, so I've this is what happened. Can get it. Okay. He was my yeah, but we didn't know that then. So he was of my course. company. Like I'm just gonna hug you forever. Oh my god, I was coughing all over him, and then um, and then he kept getting sicker, but I didn't even realize he was sick because I was so sick. Right, right, yeah. right. And the kids are like, so kids are like, the cat's sick. You take him to the vet, and the vet's like, the cat has pneumonia, and the oh. kids are like, no, the cat is COVID. COVID, right? And then the vet's like, cats can't get COVID. COVID, and then two days later, Bronx Zoo, cats can get COVID. Yeah. Right? I almost killed my cat. About this. Like, this is interesting. I'm not kidding. But rats and snakes cannot get COVID, uh, so my mother will be okay. So, <laughs> I'll get I'll get guys. Nice. That's awesome. Oh there you go. Okay. Well, that's. A- I need the black cat. So if we're going to talk spooky, scary. Yeah. There you go. I also have a black cat. Yeah. So. Oh, do you? But yeah. I have a black dog somewhere. That's not. I have used to have a black dog. I do. I have oh, a black dog. I didn't kill him. He died of old age. Let's oh, just. Not of COVID. <laughs> anymore yeah i'm glad you got over covid yeah same. Oh it God. was it was bad though right like it, it was, was bad fun. don't let anyone tell you i mean for some people i guess they're asymptomatic but i was not like i felt like shit and but i don't hear those stories like the asymptomatic isn't that's not the same like tell me what you actually feel like when you get it so tired yeah. i had the worst headache i just i felt like shit yeah. Did you lose your smell and taste? Okay, I totally lost my sense of smell, but I didn't realize. Oh my god! It was like a really slow cotton on oh until god. my teenage son walked in the room, and I'm like, I have COVID. Oh, <laughs> did you get it back? Because I've heard a lot. Yeah, of a lot people of people don't get it back. Did oh you? yeah, it came back. Okay, Everything good. Good. But yeah, because I've heard some people say they haven't got it back. No, yeah. that's worse. 
Could you imagine? Oh my God, guys. Now all what we got to do is just like, like, you know, Dutch oven each other and go, do you smell? (laughs) Yeah. Just reignite the senses. The testing centers are really backed up. I'm just going to do a quick Dutch oven. We're going to get it over real fast and then we'll know. (laughs) Just once a week, a Dutch oven. Oh my God. You didn't think Dutch oven was going to come up in your podcast. Here we are. I've been waiting years for someone to bring it up, but oh my god, I love it! Here we are, <laughs> finally. Um, so usually we start our own episodes, get reading each other's horoscopes. And oh yeah, no, I I heard that. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> oh um, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Well, we were gonna ask first. Do you follow along with astrology? It's super trendy now, and like people are. You know kinda- what? My daughter's actually really good at it. Ooh. Uh, like, okay. Arts and all that, and then she yeah, has a, that's a, like, her. Yeah. Oh, do you? And then she's like a ruin Wednesday that she does, where she picks some runes and stuff like that. Oh, I'm not oh, that. I'm cool. not that yeah. equipped. Wow. I'm I know it. she's like super equipped. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I totally. You know, I I do. I mean, I don't like get the star and read my horoscope from there. But. Right. No. 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 But you're like you. I. I. I buy it. You I buy into it. Like you do. Like there's certain energies. Full moon makes me a little crazy. I get it. For yeah. sure. So what is your sun sign? Because we can't really do a whole natal chart reading, but what is your sun sign? Okay. Uh, I'm you're, a Leo. Oh, so am I. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like I love yeah. that. So we'll just read mine and yours together. Yay. Oh, what um, day is yours? What day? August 1st. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. All well, right. Yeah, August I'm like, 1st. You're August 21st? Yeah. Okay, so you're almost like Virgo territory there. Almost, but I'm, I'm not, not quite. You're still, oh, yeah. I don't want to be Virgo. Virgos are dumb. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not That's a Virgo, so I don't care. Both of our, well, our significant others are Virgos, are Virgos so oh, we got it. I'm very yeah. good Capricorn, and my best friend's a Capricorn, <laughs> and I need a Capricorn support. Same group. thing, Earth signs, man. They're so just stubborn. Yes, yeah. yes. But like they like to make money, so that's why we're with them. Yeah. Um <laughs> that reason and only that reason. <laughs> that reason alone. Um okay, so I'm gonna read your horoscope. You wanna read it? Yeah, I'll read it okay. to both of you. Okay. Um so put on some lively music you can dance to and really kick up your heels, Leo. It's time to put away the sour mood and have fun. You will find that the more you engage in intellectual discussions with people today, the more you will get warmed up to the idea that life should be fun, not the pain and stress that you sometimes make it out to be. Wow. You don't seem like somebody who makes life out no, to be I think that's stressful, a though. little bit of a... I mean, everyone's stressed nowadays. Well, yeah, right now, for sure. But I feel like this conversation is, like, resonating. But I'll put on some funky music. Yeah. Yeah, and have an intellectual (laughs) conversation. Let's do it. That's what we're here for. (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. I just watched The Vow. Have you guys seen that? About the Yes. Oh, Oh, my God. It's about the Nexium cult. It is so Oh, I really want to see that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think it's... I know. The last episode is yet to come out, or has it come out now? Oh no, number yeah, number nine's out. Oh, I, I gotta finish it because I only got oh, up to eight. Yeah, <sighs> can't wait. 
Is it on yeah. Netflix? Where is it? It's on. It's no, on HBO. demand. But, or HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need to re- renew my Crave subscription. I will just give you maybe, my log. or maybe I will when they <laughs> sponsor our podcast. Yeah, right there, right there. Yeah, or if Crave wants to sponsor yeah, the podcast, Crave, so you're listening. Crave. Sponsor the podcast, <laughs> and I'll and I'll renew my subscription. <laughs> Um, okay. So, uh, astrology aside, we've done the whole horoscope thing that went better than I expected. Wait, what about your horoscope? Oh, you want to do, yeah, we can do Gemini. Yeah. I'm Um, a Gemini. Everyone hates me. Yeah. It's it's the most hated sign, but. (laughs) Who is there? Pardon? Isn't there two two of me? (laughs) Yes. In Gemini? I love Gemini's though. Yeah. Leo's and Gemini's do get, get along well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we love the drama. We just. Yeah. When's, Gem- when's Gemini birthday again? May? No. Uh, May and June. May and June. Yeah. May and June. I'm yeah. June though. Okay. Yeah. Mid June. Okay. Ooh, I think this is very relevant for you. I'm not sure you want. You know, huh? Let's get into. Um, you may get frustrated when you find that people aren't as sensitive to a situation as you want them to be, Gemini. Mm. While you're looking to make a strong connection with someone, almost wanting to take possession of his or her feelings, that person in turn is trying to pull back. People are apt to gravitate towards rational facts rather than intense smothering emotions. That's, I wouldn't say relevant for the day to day, but like the, you may get frustrated when you find that people aren't as sensitive to a situation as you want them to be. I feel like that's like a thing. Oh, they're dicks? Is that what we're saying? They're dicks. Pretty much. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, That horoscope was pretty spot on because I was frustrated yesterday and I was like, people just keep saying to me like, don't stress, just be positive. And I'm like, fuck off. (laughs) Outside of astrology, ghost stories, paranormal experiences. Yes. Anything you've experienced or you would describe as paranormal that you've experienced or possibly someone in your family that has kind of passed down a story of paranormal events of some kind? Not really like anyone passed down, but I used to live opposite a graveyard. Like our house was directly opposite. And my kids were like two and uh, like one, like a baby and like crawling. So he probably was like nine months or whatever. And my other daughter's only uh, like 15 months older than him. They're really close in age. And we were at home and this was like, no one else lived in our house and it was detached. So we were the only ones in the house, but it was an old house. And the cemetery across the road was really old. And one night I'm alone and I just hear footsteps coming up from the basement. Oh, like someone walking up the stairs. And I have like, I've like, now I'm freaked out because I'm alone and there were no cell phones. There was house phones, but I didn't have a cell phone. And I had like one baby in like a football. <laughs> like I had both of them like this yeah. with their heads. I'm like, we, because I knew there was no way anyone could have gone in or out from down there. Right. So I was like really freaked out. And then the footsteps just kept coming up and I left the house. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. And no one was ever there. It was just dangling from your. Yeah. I was like, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sticking around. I've seen those ghost movies. I'm sticking around. No, no horror. No, thank you. (laughs) But I think it's because we lived across from the cemetery. I mean, I had a friend who, uh, her family owned property in England mm-hmm. and they had a Roman road. It was all like Flint. 
right? And Flintstone. So it was right. like light a match kind of thing, like that kind of thing. But it was a really old. And every um, year, one night a year, you could hear all the Roman soldiers marching along. Oh, that's like, it's just like, oh, like wow. you're girl. Yeah. So I totally believe in ghosts. And then my stepdad, uh, passed away just a little while ago. He was almost 80. Um, but he, um, I had to go because I had to pack up their house. I was sleeping with my mom in her bed, but she was like, so grieving. I had to sleep in his spot. Oh, and I was like, oh. but I I woke up one night and he was standing at the bottom of the bed oh my god yeah and I was like "Ah," I just screamed oh no No. and that was the last night I slept like the full like the full yeah like he was there he was there for (laughs) sure he was just there (laughs) oh he was there yeah I I was like the the reaction was to scream because I've I've woken up to a full-bodied apparition at the end of my bed, and I was a child. Yes, I, I just froze. I didn't scream. I didn't make any noise, and I remember just sitting there staring at it for like ten minutes after it had disappeared, and I couldn't. Wow. I could not move. I feel like when you're alone, you're gonna have. You might have a different reaction yeah, than when yeah. you're because I feel like I'll scream if like I'm beside somebody to yeah. like alert yeah. them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But if I'm alone, I'm like I, I'm like fight or flight, and it's like flight. And yeah. I just like, yeah, I hope I'll meet with the two kids. <laughs> like, yes. I also did that same thing. Actually, I left one on the couch one time when a squirrel was in the house. I was like, you're on your own. I'm out of here. I just start running. And then I realized I left the kid there. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> Parenting 101. I know. I know. It was good times. Oh, okay. So then he had his car was like this a yellow and white Jeep we called Daisy. Right. Uh-huh. And so while I was packing up their house, I was using their car all the time. And so we get in our very last day, the house is sold. Everything's packed. All my mom's stuff is shipped back here. Everyone's good. And like the executor of the will comes and we all get in the car. He's about to drive us to the airport. And not only won't the car start for him, but everything's blinking and the horns are going off. It's like, meh, meh. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, no, the car was freaking the hell out. Because oh, it was God. the last time we would be at the house and the last time we would be in the car. Oh, my right? God. Oh, my and then, yeah, the car would not start for this guy. We were about to call a cab and I'm like, it's going to start for me. And I just got in, turned the key. Really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. He was like, yeah. this guy is not driving. Yeah, I don't Daisy. know this, this man. Enough. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Right. My beloved yeah. car will not be driven by this strange Dude. man. Yeah. 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 Totally. Anyway, they're shipping the car to us now, which is hilarious. Oh, that's fun. Oh, no way. Yeah. I wonder if I the car is going to be haunted now. Like, he should, oh, that's okay. you'll see He's him in the, the passenger seat sometimes. Or that happened something? to my dad. No, he was always in the driver's seat. Like, always in the driver's seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be sitting on him. That's all right. it's fine it'll be fine he like takes over the wheel sometimes yeah that's right yeah Yeah, ghost stories it's so interesting because i have a friend uh who's a psychic and she actually that's what she does she speaks to dead people and i don't i just don't have that gift like i'm not i don't yeah like sometimes do you guys ever like sort of see things out the corner of your eye Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, that's like, is someone there? What's going on? Like yeah. stuff like that, I find. But I haven't really had like a, ooh, like a mean ghost experience. I yeah. Say. Thankfully. 
thankfully. Which yeah. is for the best. I feel like people normally who experience that are looking for it sometimes. Like they, it doesn't maybe. Just Although I had a people. friend who lived in a place, and her place it was haunted, and we were always afraid to go in. Oh, her really? Okay. There. Yeah, and it was a mean ghost. Tell oh. us about that one. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, like, the ghost was always, like, slamming doors. And <laughs> we was pissed. Stuff would be falling off shelves, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. But I don't know the like backstory that. of the ghost. But I feel like whenever you go to Europe or anywhere like that, like, a gazillion people have died there. And yeah, totally. Die in their homes all the time. Like there weren't hospitals you went to to die. You were right. born in your house. You died in your house. And yeah, yeah the energies are still life. really strong in those yeah. those places. Yeah, must be. Yeah, yeah, and they weren't always peaceful deaths either. It's not like it was. Well, you know happen. what? I have come to the conclusion: no death is peaceful. Really, I, I dying is gross. I agree. Yeah. And it's as gross as childbirth, and I think it probably fucking hurts a lot. Yeah, when they say died peacefully, I'm like bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Died on peacefully. You just drug us up, so we do. But yeah. no one, no one is you, dying. You're right. I just lost my nona three three months ago, oh, and uh, like it's different for grandchildren. Like they're they're more like yeah. trying to play support it's for the them. right order too. Like yeah. You know, for sure, yeah. for sure. But you know, I'd like to think that I've developed coping skills over the course of my life. But it's weird yeah. seeing my parents and aunts and uncles like right. kind of just like not not doing well with it, and yeah. not a lot you can say. And mm-hmm. it's it's weird that you said that there's no peaceful death because she died as peacefully as she probably could have uh, yeah they they recall it they were all there around her it was oh, during covid yeah. but to them that was not a peaceful death because it was no. just did she have covid she did not have covid oh, but okay. she the, the thing is that because it was during covid right they wouldn't allow the whole family to be with her in the hospital right so they transferred her home because oh. they thought she was going to pass in the hospital. And then they were like, you know, her family is doing as much as they can to keep her alive for as long as they can. So we're going to yeah. transfer her home, give her the care that she, she, we can give Wait, her for now yeah. and then have her family at least like around her at, at yeah. their, at their, at their disposal. Yeah. So, I mean, for this time period, they got as good as a goodbye as, they could yeah that's um, amazing but still but you know pretty. they take a breath and then they don't breathe for a long time and then they're like <sighs> it's like ah yeah no yeah it's not it's dark it's yeah. really it's really dark and like i just it's it's crazy though because like a lot you know you hear of horrific deaths and then you're like okay like at least she was at home in bed with her, yeah, her, with her, her husband and family and everything uh, but to them it's just like no there is no peaceful death it's a shitty fucking thing um, yeah i know it's shitty it's part of being human too right we're all gonna be born we're all gonna die yeah and yeah. we're all gonna do taxes Three things. So only not all of us. Not all of us. Not Some of us, us will go to jail for not doing taxes. <laughs> Some of us will pay seven hundred and fifty dollars when we're billionaires. Some, yeah, like, Some of us will. Who knows? <laughs> just makes me nauseous. Do you guys have crazy ghost stories? Is that why you started your podcast? Um, 
so Marie started it mm-hmm. and, um, she had some, her, in her, I guess, childhood home and like mm-hmm. things like that she did. Yeah. And then she asked me to, in yeah. Hamilton, yeah. Mm-hmm. Haunted. You want to hear some of the stories? She does. Oh, have you said, you probably said them all. Yeah, it's okay. We don't have to re-air them, but, or we okay. can, I can tell Cole. Give me the scared, weirdest get one. reactions. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, I'll just, the first time I ever saw a ghost, I was sleeping in my childhood bedroom. We had moved into a new house. Um, the people who lived in the house before us built that house, lived in that house. It was like farmland for a very long time until they removed all the orchards and built subdivisions. Um, my sister and I not only shared the bedroom, but we shared a bed. So we were sharing a double bed because I know that. Oh yeah. Because my mom was like, I'm not getting rid of a perfectly good (laughs) double bed. (laughs) You guys were getting rid of your your twin beds and we're keeping the double bed for when good company comes over. Okay. She had a lot of relatives from Europe that would visit. Yeah, of course. So we shared a bed. So, um, she, I felt her in the middle of the night. Sometimes if she would get scared, she'd get up and go see my mom or get my mom. So I felt her get up in the middle of the night and I wanted to reassure her that I was awake. So she didn't have to wake up our mother. Mm. So I called out her name and I see this figure at the end of the bed and it stops walking and turns and looks at me, (gasps) but it's, it's a shadow. It's not like, I can't make out any, um, anything like any, details of their face nothing I just remember that they were short hunched over like an old person and had really scraggly like almost like Albert Einstein hair and yeah. uh then it just faded away and I stood there or I sat in my bed I remember sitting in my bed staring at the spot where it was for probably 10 minutes and then getting up and running into my mom's room and telling her and then uh the next day I asked my sister like around like how long before I ran into mom's room did you go into mom's room? Because my sister was not in the bed with me. And yeah. she was like, hours. So something wow. got out of the bed. I'm a <gasps> child. And something got out of the bed with me. And then the oh other, like, really scary thing that happened. Even ghosts need cuddles. I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Especially cuddly. That's Nine-year-old. so <laughs> Another time when I was growing up, I was, so I was a bookworm um, to the point where like, I remember being in class at school and it would be math time and I would have my math textbook with the novel inside of it and I would just be reading books constantly. So I'm in bed, I'm reading the Babysitter's Club, whatever it was (laughs) at that time. And um, (laughs) honestly, so, so I'm reading it and I would read till like three in the morning. One, because I was afraid to sleep. Yeah. So sometimes I would read until I would see the sun come out. And then in my brain, I was like, oh, the sun's out. It's safe. No ghosts are coming because it's light. So I'm, I was reading in bed and it was like two 33 in the morning. Yeah. And in my kitchen, in um, my parents' house, they had an island which had cupboards underneath it. And in the cupboards was where they kept all of their pots and pans. But all the pots and pans were stacked very precariously. And in the middle of the night, I hear them all come crashing down. It's an unmistakable sound. You know what it is. And I'm the only person awake. So I run into my mom's room and I'm like, there is somebody in the house. There is someone downstairs. Mm -hmm. The pots and pans have all just fallen. There's something going on. So she gets out of bed. She comes downstairs with me. We open the cupboards and everything is fine. 
uh, no pots and pans of no pots and pans. Another time I was home alone. I was on. Wow. (laughs) Was anyone else experiencing stuff in the house at the same time? My younger brother used to hear footsteps walk into his bedroom. Okay. And one time my older brother was, um, we were, I used to go into his bedroom when I would be scared and I would sleep on the floor in his bedroom. And so we were sleeping with the door open. It was winter time. All of the windows were closed and there you can see out to the hallway. There's a big chandelier hanging from the second story down. Oh my God. And the chandelier was like spinning in a circle. Um, so that was fun. And, uh, I'd be like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> One time I I'm was alone. I'm such a chicken, man. I'm such a chicken. Yeah. I was uh, alone on my dial-up internet in the computer room. And, you know, when there was a whole room yeah, dedicated yeah. to the computer. And um, um, <laughs> I heard, I was home alone and I heard a dish smash. And I ran upstairs and there was nothing. So then I ran out of the house and ran to the neighbor's house and cried yeah and yes. those yeah. are like a few of the things that have happened wow that's crazy yeah. and still to this day my parents are like it was not haunted it was right. not I'm wow like, you're just, yeah, you're it's just, interesting yeah. how some people can see it and some people can't yeah yeah oh my right? god yeah. my mom always says i believe someone came to visit you that night i believe someone came there and i'm like they were there a real person just showed up there like yeah we we grew up catholic and so i think eventually with all the stories of us freaking out they called the priest to come bless the house and then oh did some dousing yeah stopped but oh that's good yeah oh i don't have it in here i was gonna get my sage and go i know i know (laughs) it works apparently so yeah crazy i just grew up with a mom that was like she vehemently believed in in like paranormal and ghosts and thought that she would see them every night at the edge of her bed and she also i've told this to um a few i don't know if i did it on the on the podcast but Mm -hmm. she would have these very vivid um uh, like sleep paralysis dreams Oh, they're the worst. I've only had it a couple times. Yeah, I've had them. I've had them throughout my life. Where, like someone's on you and you can't. Yeah. Get yeah. So I'd be in my room and I would just. But my mom's react like they're so like real to her. Yeah. Um, that she like I can hear her go into like this like demonic like response like she'll be like like going like this uh, and i'm like it's really it's very jarring to hear there's a thing in the brain where like because you really there's a chemical that paralyzes you so you don't get up and sleepwalk and do yeah, yeah 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 so i i don't know i don't know what exactly it is but because she didn't know what it was she always concluded that she was experiencing paranormal events in the house and then i finally watched a documentary on sleep paralysis and I was like mom that's what you've been experiencing this entire time um which like you know maybe sometimes she did see some weird shit did you want to hear it was she like yeah that's it or was she like no no she didn't want to hear it she wanted to believe that it was paranormal like she wanted to believe that things were coming to her and she was seeing people and people would pass and she'd be like I saw them they were at the edge of my bed and they say like they they reassured me they're doing well and I'm like maybe maybe they did but also you do suffer from extreme episodes of sleep paralysis so it could have also been that um yeah and how old were you at the time I think when it when I first was aware that it was happening yeah as young as four um 
So it was, yeah. So for me, I was like, I completely disassociated from anything paranormal because I was like, my mother is crazy. Uh, she would bring people in and like have like priests and spiritual yeah. people come in and talk to her. And I'm like, you're crazy. Like we just, she's a Capricorn. I'm a Leo. Yeah. We just yeah. don't get along <laughs> on a lot bit. of things. So, um, I just, yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, but yeah, so like that, I pushed it away. And then when I was 25, my father passed away kind of unexpectedly. And, yeah. um, in like a weird way. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm not seeing him again. Like, this is weird. Like that's, yeah. this is shit. But, um, two and a half years ago, I was try I, I went through a really bad breakup and I moved back in with my parents and yeah. I was like, I need to get a fucking house. Like I can't live with them. Like I just, this is not where I want to be at 28, right. 29, whatever. Yeah. I want to move on with my life. And like, I want to be able to like have sex with guys whenever I want in my own house, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can hear you. It's so your I was like, I can't do this. And it was 10 months. I was like, what the hell? This is insane. I was yeah. gaining weight because she kept feeding me. Like I just, oh. you know, <laughs> I mean, she was, she was being the right, like she was doing the right things for me, but it was just like, I got to move on from this. So anyway, um, I was looking at homes, everything was flying off the market. Like as soon as it was hitting, yeah. I randomly, my mother told a coworker, Oh, my daughter's looking in your area for homes. Two yeah. days later, he's like, my neighbors are just had a garage sale and they're planning to list this week. I told them I have a buyer interested. So they would, they, they'll let you look at it and possibly put in an offer privately. Oh, so amazing. I was like, All right. Like, let's go looked at the house. It checked off the major boxes that I, I had, yeah. whatever. but my mom was like, you are not buying a house unless you have a 20% down payment. So I had saved 45,000. I needed $75,000 for this. Right. So I got like, my mom had put some RSPs like away. I could take them out, like whatever savings. Right. Yeah. So I took those out. So I needed exactly $25,000 in order to get this. 20% down payment. Yeah. And I put in my offer and my mom was like in hysterics being like, I don't think you can afford this. Like what the hell? Like, how are you going to pay for this? Whatever. So I'm like on my back porch of my parents' house and, um, the wind's kind of going and I'm like crying and I'm like, someone please just help me. Next day, my brother calls me and says, holy shit the um the lawsuit has been finalized my dad had a 30 year lawsuit that he had been an insurance claim that he had been working on my entire life what? literally my entire life said i will pay for university when i get it like whatever never happened he never got it he never worked because they told him if he worked that he would not get the the insurance claim right work with yeah so the lawyer, since his, my dad's passing was then able to fight on our behalf, I guess, for it. Yeah. Like, well, it's not him getting it anymore. It's his dependents, whatever, whatever. Still yeah. didn't think you were going to get it. And I'm like, well, how, how much though? Like, I'm thinking like, like $2,500, five, 5,000 yeah. max. He's like $25,000. 
Wow. The exact amount I needed to get my 20% down on this house. Your dad's still taking care of you. And he's like, it was like, okay, he couldn't do it while he was here. And then after that happened, Marie basically was like, hey, you want to be a co-host on my paranormal podcast? <laughs> and I was like, honestly, bitch, yes. Okay, like I've got a good story I for you. Yeah. yeah, that's so yeah. great. Yeah. Wow. Well, so, it's been a real pleasure, guys. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You are amazing. Yay. Talk soon, hopefully. All right. Bye. Bye. Hi, Paranormies. We hope you enjoyed this Hometown Haunts episode featuring Kate Davis. For more musings and content from Kate Davis, you can find her on Instagram and Twitter at Kate Davis Comic. And for information on upcoming shows and virtual events, visit her website at katedavis.ca. If you like this episode of Paranormal, we need your help. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple. And if you listen to us on Spotify, go ahead and click the follow button. Even better, you can donate to us on Patreon, where you can access bonus content and members-only merch. To support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com slash paranormalpod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at paranormalpod. And remember, stay stay spooky. spooky!